Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KYW Original Podcasts. Hi, I'm KYW's Dave Uram. Thank you for listening to another Philly Sports Playback on the KYW Sports Pod. On this date, 19 years ago, June 6, 2001, your 76ers pulled off one of the most iconic upsets for just a game by itself in 76ers history. You know, Philadelphia sports hasn't had a lot of champions, especially in modern-day Philadelphia sports, but there's been some teams that haven't won at all that Philadelphia really took a love into even though they didn't win the championship. And the 2000-2001 76ers are one of those teams. And on June 6, 2001, they went into Staples Center on basically almost no rest while the Lakers had days off after just cruising through the Western Conference playoffs. The 76ers are coming off of two back-to-back, grueling seven-game series. They're injured. They're depleted. The Lakers are just rolling, and nobody expects the 76ers to really even make it much of a contest. They fall behind early. They rally. It's a competitive game back and forth, and then it goes to overtime. And in overtime, it looks like the Lakers are going to win it. But then the 76ers, led by Allen Iverson, come back. They win the game. Game one of the NBA Finals at Staples Center, 107-101. Allen Iverson, 48 points. He had that iconic shot and stepping over to Ron Liu. Eric Snow hits a huge runner down the stretch. Dikembe Mutombo, 13 points, 16 rebounds. Allen had 48 points. Raja Bell, more quality minutes off the bench. And the 76ers at that point were three wins away from winning an NBA championship. Of course, you know the rest of the story. They lost the next four games, but that game one is one of the most memorable games in 76ers history, and it is because of how much character and heart that team had and the love affair between that team and the Philadelphia sports fans. I was lucky enough to speak with Aaron McKee, sixth man of the year that season, and the GM of that team, Billy King, about that memorable night and that series. First up, sixth man of the year in 2001, current Temple men's head basketball coach, Aaron McKee. It was a quick turnaround. I mean, three days later, you guys are in Los Angeles for game one. The Lakers, the Lakers had like a vacation at that point because they, they, they hadn't lost at all in the playoffs. Uh, game one of the NBA final. It's it's a game that 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 is near and dear to a lot of Philadelphia fans' hearts. Game one of the finals, June six, two thousand one, Staples Center. You guys are battered. You're bruised. Everybody's playing with injuries. The Lakers, like I said, had that long break, 
and you shocked the world 107-101 in overtime to take game one. You and, Al- you and Allen played over 50 minutes that game apiece. He had 48. Dikembe had a double-double. What made you guys believe you can go in there and shock everybody? Because it's basketball. We, it, it, none of the names or anything else mattered to us. Now, we respected what that team has done, um, winning championships and what they did in the regular season and having Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal and the, and the uh, cast of teammates that they had. They were pretty good, and we respected that. But at the end of the day, we always feel like you got to throw the ball up and you got to go out there and you got to play the game. And we always, again, felt comfortable going on the road and, and, and quieting the crowd. So, you know, we got out there, and Allen was our rabbit. And, you know, we always felt like when we can get him going early, the thing was we wanted to get a stop, get a rebound, and we wanted to advance because he would just take off like he was shot out of a cannon, get the ball, advance it to him, and just get him going to get a layup or get to the free throw line. And, you know, when he gets to those big cities, L.A., New York, and all, he's re- he ready to go. He got a lather, his mindset is right, and he's ready to go. And we got him going early, and he was just he was phenomenal throughout the game. He certainly was. I- I'd be remiss, Coach. Um, you guys, you, as I mentioned, you guys were pretty banged up at that point. George, George, I forget when George got hurt, but he had missed a, a certain amount of games up until uh, later in the finals. And somebody who was really, I, I thought, key in helping you guys win Game 7 against the Bucks and Game 1 against the Lakers was Raja Bell coming off the bench. He, he, he gave some really quality minutes, hit some big shots off the bench. How was he able to make himself a key part of your team that late in the season when not really having much of a significant role before that? He, uh, he was always ready for the moment. He kept himself in shape. Before and after practice, he was, he was working. And, you know, we all had confidence in him. We had confidence in, in all of our guys. And, and we knew all of our guys, we had to have all hands on deck. And, you know, we practiced with one another all year. Well, not all year with Roger, but, you know, when you're in the trenches with somebody, you know what they're capable of. You know their confidence level. And he was a very confident, confident player. And so, you know, when, he, when his number was called, he was ready to get out there and, and play. And, and as a team, you know, we infused even more confidence in him along with some of the other guys that, that play that typically didn't get a, a lot of minutes and we needed everybody. And, and that's a team and that's a team. And sometimes, you know, in the beginning of the year, you're not playing uh, the guy at the end of the bench, the eight, the nine, the 10 guys, but coming down the stretch of the season, those guys might be your stars. So you got to have that mindset where you have to stay ready because I always tell players you're ankle sprain or knee sprain away from being inserted into that lineup. And you want to make sure that you're ready. And, and Roger did a, uh, an outstanding job of that and being a the professional that he is, he was ready to go when his number was called. Game four aside, the rest of the series, even though it was a 4-1 Lakers win, was still really close. Game two was close. Game five was close. Coach, what, what do you think happened after beating the Lakers game one? What, why do you think um, you guys weren't able to win another game the rest of the series? Well, I think they those guys obviously reshifted their, their focus. Um, and Kobe, you know, put on his cape. Shaq obviously put on his cape, and, you know, and we just we didn't have enough firepower to finish those guys off um, the way we wanted to, the way we saw it. You almost had to play a perfect game. I just, I just remember late in the games, like some of the uh, 
other guys, Robert Ory hit a big shot for him to give him some separation. I think uh, Eric Fisher may have hit a big shot for him to give them some separation. So, you know, those guys started in their role. Uh, they're role players. They started in their roles, and they made some big plays for those guys down the stretch. And it just didn't happen for us. I guess at that point we had ran out of we had ran out of luck. After that season, the the closest that that the Seventy Sixers came to to making a run back to the finals was two years later in '03, when you guys uh, had a really competitive series against the Pistons. Chucky Atkins hit a, a huge shot in one of those games. It, it was a competitive series. Coach, why, why do you think after that 01 season, you guys weren't able to, to get back to that level of the finals to, to try to compete for a championship as Allen was in his prime? Not sure. <clears throat> you know, it was a lot of moving parts with everything, and, you know, teams, teams get better. You know, organizations get better. They start looking around and, and seeing what other teams are doing, or you have some guys in your in your organization that's developing and that's growing, and, you know, it, it was our plan to con- continue to, you know, play in the championship every year, and, and you take those things for granted. You know, when you sitting in the finals and you playing and you think about it, you're like, man, I can't wait. You know, when that when the season was over, I can't wait to get back there next year. You you think it's going or you know, naturally happen that you're going to be right back in the finals. Well, you know, you have other teams in the league that see it different because they want a piece of that action too. So it didn't happen for us. You know, after that, but we tried, and, you know, when you continue to try, 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 and it doesn't happen, now, you know, the organization, you know, have other plans, and they start moving in another direction to build towards that. That's former 76er Aaron McKee. Here's former president and general manager Billy King. Quick turnaround for you guys. Three days later, you're playing the Lakers. Game 1, June 6, 2001. While you guys had short turnaround, the Lakers had been off for what feels like a year after sweeping through the playoffs. You guys are banged up. How tired was everybody flying cross-country after beating the Bucks and having to face the Lakers only a few days later? Um, they, they were tired, but, but also the fact that going to the finals, there was an adrenaline flow. And I like the fact that we had a short turnaround because we weren't able to hang around Philadelphia and get a lot of the pats on the back. We had to go and get ready to go to work. I think if we'd have had to stay around the city for about six days, five days, I think that would have been tougher for us to overcome. Uh, but turning around quickly got us focused. So thinking and from that mindset, Billy, what were your expectations heading into that series? Obviously, you guys were huge underdogs. Nobody was really giving you a chance. Did you expect what was going to happen in that game one? Um, I, I thought if Allen could have a big game, we'd have a chance. And, you know, I think the one little thing that happened, Matt Geiger, who hadn't played because of his knee, you know, he played that one game and gave us extra fouls. And we knew playing Shaq, you needed to have at least three guys you know, they had 18 fouls to use against Shaq because he was such a dominant force. As overtime is nearing its conclusion, Allen hits the iconic shot over Teron Liu, and Eric Snow hits, hits that big runner near the end of the game. What are you thinking at that point as it's clear that you guys are going to take game one? That's ironic. I was actually able to watch that about three weeks ago, I think, you know, uh, on TV replay, and uh, you almost forget the runner that Eric hit. And then after he won, there was an excitement, and I think our guys realized, okay, they are the Lakers. They did run the table in the playoffs, but we just beat them. And so we had belief. Our guys believed in ourselves that we could beat them and win the the championship. Most of the games in that series, Billy, the rest of the way were close. Game four, not not so much, but but the other games were really tight. Looking back, why do you think L.A. was able to win four straight after game one? 
Well, I mean, and not to make excuses, but we had a lot of guys banged up. You talk about Allen, how banged up he was. Eric Snow, we knew he was going to need surgery to repair the foot that he had broken earlier because the screw had broken in, in its foot. Um, George Lynch, was, he was out because he was hurt. Aaron McKee needed surgery. So we had three guys that needed surgery in the offseason. Allen ended up having surgery. So we were a little banged up going into that, into the finals. And I think that's, end of the day, I think our guys' bodies just broke down and, and they ran out of gas. 19 years later, that 0-1 team is still very near and dear to many people in this city. Billy, does it feel like it's almost 20 years since that memorable 2000-2001 season? It, you know, it's, it's hard to believe it's been that long because so many of the memories and so many of the moments are so vivid in my mind. Um, and it, it will always go down to something. Even though we didn't win a championship for me, it would be a special time because it was such a close group. And I, I talk to a lot of the guys still to this day. That's former 76ers president and general manager Billy King. My name is Dave Uram. This has been another episode of Philly Sports Playback on the KYW Sports Pod. Thank you very much for listening. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.